Hey, 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 I'm here. I'm Sarah. I'm also tired. Yay! <laughs> Welcome. Looking like a Bond villain tonight. <laughs> Check the YouTube video if you want to see what I look like, folks. Hey, hey. Like Bond villain. He said, hey, hey, and my, um, I was going to say my partner in crime, but I feel like you make fun of me more than not. <laughs> so the opposite of my partner in crime. I'm like Sean. the Joker to your, oh, I'm like the Joker to your Batman, I think. Yeah. I think that. Yeah. yeah, or that you're the works. Joker to my Batman. I don't I'll know. I'll be the Joker to your Batman. Okay. Hi, I'm broadcasting from a different location than normal because they're painting the house and uh, they're taking a while to paint it. So The I'm, inside I'm or the outside? The inside. All the rooms because we're selling it. Oh. Is it like that so. Spongebob episode where they take like forever? <laughs> 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 you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That episode used to stress me out. <laughs> well, I I was gonna be back home on Monday. Uh and I'm not Is so not hopefully your home? I'm at my grandparents' house. You have your own room at your grandparents? I I have a basement. Okay. That because uh, it looks yeah. like it could just be your room. So that's it, why I was it like was. I so I used to live here okay. and then I moved back in with my mother and mm-hmm. I still have not cleaned this room out it still has all my old shit in it um right here <gasps> oh, the, oh, oh my goodness Sean. it's the megazord and you think like it. oh man this must be a toy from when sean was like a <laughs> <Four>. child <laughs> i, no, you bought, it I bought this like a year ago yeah <laughs> i was gonna say I, I, oh I, look a transformer. <laughs> That's what it was. I I remember uh, Sean talking about it on the podcast called Yes, Into I did talk about it when I got there. Yeah. So uh Yeah. Cool. <laughs> well, um this is the show that we just today today's show we're just going to really uh shoot the shit and talk about a bunch of random stuff. We were going to do our movie exchange, but we're pushing that back to next time because we all kind of um, waited to the last second, of course. So, not that it's going to change, and I'm still going to wait to the last second next uh, time. It's, it's, it's just that's just who you Me are. Me too. Me too. It is who I am. I procrastinate. All right, Mike. You also procrastinate. Yeah. So, wait a minute, Mike. No, Mike's How like, much Mike's longer like, did you have? I sorry. Yeah, we're did all the same. Did he finish his movie? No, we're all the same. No. That's why. That's why this podcast is perfect because all of us are. All of us are terrible. <laughs> to be fair, I also put on myself. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you guys a secret. I actually have never seen Little Shop of Horrors, <laughs> and oh, you're I. Well, okay, so I gave it to you because that was the last musical I was ever in six years right. ago. <laughs> So I also wanted, so I love the music, so I wanted someone to watch it. So I started watching the movie, and it's literally, it's literally word for word the same. So technically, I have seen it. So oh, well, you've been in it. 
I bet I've lived it. I've yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lived the experience. But uh, yeah, so I'm trying to watch. I was trying to watch both of the movies, and it just. I haven't even work. started Little Shop yet. Wow, yeah. you're in for a treat. You're gonna oh. hate me. I think you're gonna hate me so much. It's, yeah, it's a uh, it's a wild film. It's, it's something. Uh, I love it. it. I love it too. Do you know what my only exposure to Little Shop of Horror is? What? No. Come on, Sarah. Come on. I I feel like I should know. They sang one of the songs on Glee. They did suddenly see more. They did suddenly see more. Yeah. And like season seven or like really late in the show. Like always comes back to Glee. I was going to talk about. I think I brought it up before how the Office did the Sweeney Todd episode. (laughs) That's what I think about. Um, I like that episode. That is a really good episode. I actually just showed my husband to the two clips of uh, Sasha. That guy, yeah, Yeah. can't think of his name. Singing because we just watched um, Ricky Bobby, uh, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, and I was like, "Do you know he can sing?" And my husband's like, "No." So I showed him (laughs) Sweeney Todd and Les Mis, and I was like, "Here you go," because he refuses to watch Les Mis. So I always forget he's in Les Mis. Yeah, yeah, with Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah, they're both in both movies. Yeah, yeah, she's got to be in every like quirky weird musical i don't know it's really she's the james corden of <laughs> the female james Corden, or oh, used to man. be i guess not anymore james yeah. corden bro yeah sorry mike um <laughs> <laughs> to be I fair i feel like that guy. was the beginning of james corden's like musical he's not bad in begin again no, he doesn't really like good. It, does he i don't I- think so maybe a little bit i don't know i don't i feel like he's a very toned down if i remember well because he's like a he's like a character that has like five minutes of screen time throughout the entire movie like he's He's her like best friend right yeah 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 (laughs) mike's like yeah we'll talk about it next time (laughs) my hatred of james corden um do you want to get into some things that we've done in our spare in our spare time that we uh-huh. Do we want to talk about Mike's uh, uh, new job first? Yeah. Tell us the deets. Yeah. Uh, as of this recording, it's been a full week of working at my job. And uh, it's exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, the grind. When you wake up today, Mike? <laughs> Mike, when did you wake up today? 3.30. A.M. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to be like three thirty p.m. <laughs> no. Oh no. no and it's I like eight forty for you right now, right? Mm-hmm. Good for you, buddy. Mm-hmm. Good oh, for God. you. <laughs> yeah, I have to get up early to get myself ready and like you know take my ride to work, and I get there about five thirty, and my shift starts at six central, and I work till 2 30 central so it's like eight hours eight and a half hours and uh, i i watch eight hours of television basically programming cbs and fox in my local area so that sounds fun though (laughs) it's all it's daytime television so if you like game shows and soap operas and local news that's i uh, do (laughs) if you like the bold and the beautiful <laughs> and well, young and the restless. Yeah. Oh, you don't do ABC? That's General Hospital. Three o'clock. No. 
No, it's CBS and Fox we have. <laughs> Three uh, o'clock? You know the time, Sarah? My mom loves General Hospital. It's 3 o'clock. Bull and the Beautiful, I think, is like one thirty. <laughs> it is. Or it is Young and the Restless is one thirty. One of them is one thirty. Yeah. There's some yeah good- then they, like, crossed over. Like, some of the people from Young and the Beautiful, like, went to General Hospital. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's often a thing. It's a very, uh, uh, Don't they do, like, five episodes a week? They do, yeah. Uh, yeah they do one episode that's every day. Crazy. How, filming that must be insane. Oh my yeah. god, yeah, I can't so even imagine. Yeah, it's a gig. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, it just it's uh, it's exhausting, kind of like because you look at a computer screen for like eight hours as well because mm. you're just you're mm. trying to because you get like promos sent to you. You have to kind of put those into the computer into the playlist for that to play on air you have like commercials come in spots and you have like syndicated programming because i think fox we have we put in like modern family or like uh a lot of those stupid daytime stuff on fox is like they put like the judge shows like judge judge mathis oh yes we programmed that into uh, the Fox lineup. It was just like fucking Judge Judy. I get those promos all the time. I'm watching. I'm like, oh, you people, Judge Judy, what are you doing? Uh, Why are people still watching this show? And then there's like, I, there's even like Judge Jerry. Jerry Springer has a judge oh show. My for some oh my reason. god! I forgot about that. Jerry, Jerry, uh, it's Murray. <laughs> When are we going to get so, Judge Phil, dude? For real. <laughs> He's not even a real doctor. <laughs> I know. I went to a... Yeah. Uh, doctor I think I've talked about when I went to see the Jonas Brothers, um, their, his son opened for them. And he was Dr. there. Dr. Phil? Yeah, Dr. Phil's son. He goes by Jordan really? McGraw. But he's, he's Dr. Phil's son, and he opened for the Jonas Brothers in 2019. Wow. And Dr. Phil was there. He was down in the VIP section. Wow. I was that, not. That I is was a crossover. <laughs> I was in the stands with the with the rest of the plebes. But... <laughs> was it a good show or Joe Spider's a good Oh, it was a great show. I mean, if you're like if you're like our age and like the Jonas Brothers, then it's a great show. 2019. That's when they came back too, right? Yeah. They it was their re- it was it was when they came back. I took my older sister and, to go see it. And they're to her again. Yeah, yeah, they are. I was supposed to go uh, with my little sister this time, but um, I, I was so overwhelmed with work that I mm-hmm. gave my tickets to my stepdad, and I was like, "You, you take her, because I can't, I can't no. go, I can't leave the house right now." <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm just tired now because I have to get up early every fucking morning and uh, clock in, clock out, and try this whole experience with podcasting now in between so with the morning shift too which is yeah 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 so yeah they're watching daytime television which there's not much to tell i mean like if you if you like the price is right i love uh, i love the price is right (laughs) sarah you're a you're a 70 year old come on I will admit, watching it now actually, it's weird. They're still doing the social distancing thing. Oh, really? See them all spaced out on the stage. And the, the way they're doing the seating <laughs> is weird too. 
and you sometimes see Drew in the corner. He's like, you stand over there on that spot. You stand over there in that corner. And it's like, oh, they're still doing that, even though they're not wearing masks while taping it. it was just What's the one bit- after Price is Right with Wayne Brady? Is that uh, let's, let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they're doing the same thing too with Let's Make a Deal, and they also have yeah. uh, people from home. It's like you can win at home. That's people weird. Call in. Dude, I definitely, it's if I'm doing weird. that, I got like a fucking Prometheus board behind my computer. I'm looking up answers, dude. If I'm playing and then we got home, what's the millionaire? What? What's who the, wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, does Chris Harrison still host that? Then he hosts that for a while. Is I think he still one, does. Is that Probably. CBS? We don't he got fired from the Bachelor, so we had so to have something else. The other, the other sh- game show that we get at uh, it's probably nine ten Eastern is uh, I actually think that's ABC. So never mind. Twenty five words or less. I think it's what? Regis Philbin, right? Regis died. Oh. <laughs> Damn, that's sad, dude. That's sad. Oh, Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Get this man back to nighttime. <laughs> we don't want to see Jimmy Kimmel. So, I actually really like Jimmy Kimmel. Dude, I don't watch oh, yeah. daytime television. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Apparently so. Oh, yeah. That's that's just what I'm. With my work and life, and I'll just uh, I'll try to be on this show as much as possible. There might be some where I won't be able to, and I'm going to be sleeping. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Uh, what are you guys watching? So, uh, do you want to start with Dune, Sarah, or do you want? Yeah, like... let's do it. Okay. <laughs> oh, we can so do it. Okay. I figured. No, I really um, could do it now. I don't care. All right, let's do it now. Okay. Uh, Dune came out in case people haven't noticed. Uh, I've seen it, I went to the theaters and saw it. Um, Sarah, you've seen it, Mike, you haven't seen it, right? I have, I, I don't have time to watch a two hour movie. Yeah, I didn't, my, I didn't, my, it's like, it's two like a, a two hour Yeah, I, I didn't think so. <laughs> I, long, I wanted man. to be nice and I, ask, bro. I, I will I get around long. to watching it eventually, Sarah. I will, I will, but I don't care. Did you watch it on HBO Max? Yes, I did. I watched it the way he intended it at home yeah, on good. my TV. And good. also on my phone 20 minutes before we start recording. So you're welcome. Uh, you know, Sarah, I'm really glad because I'm really tired of the fucking you gotta go to the theater. Or yeah, else I'm really you're tired of people person. making me feel bad for watching yeah. this at home. But at least people yeah. watched it. Like, that's yeah. all that mattered. And I feel like yeah. more people were able to watch it since it was on HBO Max, then yeah. they would have gone to the theaters. Yeah, let's be honest. So, yeah. uh, give these things being more widely accessible by to people is not a bad thing. Yeah, I agree. Uh, people that want to go to the theater will still go to the theater, and even people that are like, if people have any desire at all to see a movie in the theater, they will go and see it in the theater. I think. Yeah. Um, I don't think there are a lot of people that would have gone and seen this movie in the theater, but decided instead to watch it on HBO Max, unless it was like a COVID concern thing, you Mm -hmm. know? But I think for a lot of people, nobody was like, 
I really want to see this movie in theaters, but it's just more convenient to watch it in HBO Max. I feel like a lot of most people, if they're like, I mean, that's how we work. But... <laughs> yeah, was that it? Well, we have our we have two AMC's by us, and they're both really shitty. And I'll talk about mm-hmm. my experience at yeah. one for later. So, and my husband has a really nice like twelve hundred dollar TV. There you go. So we're like, it's way better than the screens, and we're just gonna yeah. watch it at home. So yeah. there you go. You still and I could pause it and ask questions because <laughs> I had a lot of questions. So mm-hmm. you got yeah. You you said you had questions in the in the chat. I just um, have questions. I was confused about a lot. Of, the first time I watched it, I was very confused. I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Like, do we, it's so, very so. Quiet. How did you like it? I love it. You I loved think. it. Okay. So. I for me, I need to watch movies a couple or things a couple of times because this is a dense one too. It is dense. The first time I watch a movie, I've noticed that I'm kind of like trying to figure out where the story's going to go and not really paying attention to it. <laughs> and then when I go back and watch it again, I'm like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. Like with Black Widow, when I watched it a second time, I was like, okay, now I know what's going to happen. I I like I can actually pay attention to what's happening. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm no, not saying they're guessing like what's going on. Especially this movie is long, and halfway through, I was like, "Oh, this must." Because me and my husband were like, "Okay, this must be getting towards the end." Um, and then it went on for forty more minutes. So I was like, are, "Is it safe to say we're going to talk spoilers, Mike?" I think you said you don't care. No, I don't. And okay. Yeah, yeah. For okay. listeners and watchers, spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk spoilers for a story that's sixty years old, and true. We well, only read, or we only saw the first half of. Uh, the majority of people have not read the book, Sean, and it's been so, out for a week. No. So it's one of the most popular science fiction books of all time. I think more yeah. people have read Dune than you would expect. Mm. Probably. Uh, crazy. It's 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 not like Marvel comics or anything. It's like yeah. it, inspired. I mean, hey, also, I don't love the book. I've read it. I it was good. Did uh, you like was, the movie? Yeah, I thought the movie was fine. I thought the movie was a good adaptation of the book. Uh, it cuts out a lot of, I would say, important subplots. Actually, it doesn't really cut out that many important subplots. It's just the one that it does. I think it's vitally important to some Ooh. of the the so uh, Doctor Yue, the uh, the doctor that portrays House Atreides. Um, spoiler, like I already I already said <laughs> I spoilers, but the a big part of the beginning of the book is who's the traitor, and they don't know, and everybody's kind of suspecting each other. There's a long stretch of book where like Gurney is like. It's the fucking Bene Gesserit witch. It's it's Leto's wife. She's here to kill us all. She's trying to kill Paul. And like, he's like ready to kill her. Like, he's so sure. Aww. Like, it's, yeah, Paul. It's a very in-depth plot line that stretches throughout a majority of the beginning of the book. And in the movie, it's just like, Revealed. yeah, it's UA. It's UA. Yeah. UA's doing it. And you're like, oh, okay. And like, there is no tension between the members of House of Trades, and nobody's like thinking that there's a traitor or anything. It just kind of all snowballs. Uh uh Liet Kine's arc, the um the Emperor the the what is the Judge of the Change, the Emperor's Judge of the Change, I think is what she, her title is, uh is a male in the book. But it doesn't matter that they changed 
they changed Dr. Kynes to being a woman. It doesn't change anything. But uh, she's the character who was like, uh, she loved a Fremen. And then she dies. I literally have no idea who you're talking about. And that's part of Kynes. my issue with this The movie. one that is like about to, that pulls out the hooks and then gets killed. Oh, the one that's going to ride the Yeah, that the was going to ride the, the worm, but then gets killed. I want to see her ride the worm. So her death scene in the book well, his death scene in the book is like just him crawling across the desert, dying, talking to oh, like wow. <laughs> a hallucination of his father. And it's really good. Damn. And it also explains a lot about like what Spice is and kind of how it is possible to terraform Arrakis. And that there is water down there underneath the sand. And like, there's a lot of important stuff in that scene. Mm. And in the movies, they just have her be like, I'm going to ride the sandworm. Oh, no, actually, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Sadakar <laughs> got me. Um, yeah, I think it's almost a perfect adaptation. I think if you had like 15 to 20 more minutes, you could cut, bring in all the scenes that... No. <laughs> I think 15, 20 minutes, would still keep it under three hours. Under three, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you know, like, uh, I think I think it'd be fine, personally. Um, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I okay, want the then... second half. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. All the cool stuff happens in the second half. Let me talk serious stuff, and then I'm going to okay. talk stuff to make you mad. <laughs> okay. okay. Okay, so serious stuff. Um, this movie is beautiful, obviously. It is. It's absolutely gorgeous. I'm really excited for the Batman because it's the same cinematographer. Yes. It's it's insane. Um, the score, I love the score. We oh, kind of so made good. fun of the, <laughs> the Kurt Hamill singing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I, watching it, there's the one point where I didn't know who did the score before I watched it. And there's one point where it sounded a lot like Inception. And I was like, is this mm-hmm. Hans Zimmer? And I looked it up and I was like, oh, it is Hans Zimmer. I feel like He's it's something- the movie. Is he really? He's the dude playing the bagpipes when they arrive on Arrakis. Really? Yeah, that's that's Hans which Zimmer. I also thought was hilarious. I'm like, why the fuck yeah. are there bagpipes? Yeah. Um. Anyway, um. Yeah, the score is a different. Feels like a different score from him, yeah. which I really like because yeah. I feel like a, for a while a lot of his stuff is all the same. Oh. Yeah, and and the uh, violins and strings like yeah. he loves, and the people singing in the background like he loves that shit. Um, but I really, really like this. I like the atmosphere. Uh, let's, <laughs> this movie is so long. Let's it talk is. casting, baby. <laughs> okay. So, I, I brought up in our discussion in our, when we talked about this last week, um, mm-hmm. I cannot and will not get over the fact that the main character's name <laughs> is fucking Paul <laughs> and everyone else. <laughs> has these like elaborate names and his name is paul and jessica and it's because they're human right because they're not they're from earth like greece i I think i read or something like like he's uh, like like, his dad's name is leto or leto that's a little bit more like eccentric than fucking paul the fucking the fucking head of the guard or one of the most important soldiers is Duncan Idaho. Yeah, <laughs> like, that too. Duncan like, Idaho. God damn it. My fucking the ghost. The ghost. The ghost. <laughs> the ghost of Duncan Idaho. Um, he said, hey, don't make fun of my name. 
Yeah, he said he said they fight like demons. Uh, <laughs> all the, all the important stuff happens when we're awake. Uh, that those those scenes aren't oh, some not all of his cool. scenes. Jeez. Not all of Duncan's scenes are in the book. They actually gave him a couple more, which was nice um, to kind of characterize him a little bit more than the book does. But uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, fucking Paul. Let's talk about fucking Paul. Um, actually, I I'm going to Paul Atreides. I hate him I'm going to so wait. Much. I'm going to wait. Um, we'll talk about Paul last. So the movie, the cast for this movie is absolutely insane. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. absolutely crazy. Um, my mm-hmm. question is with realizing watching on the second, the second watch, um, what was his name? Gunny? Gunner? Gurney. Thanos? Gurney. Gurney Halleck. Okay. Who, who is this man? Josh Why Blake? do they keep talking about him singing? And you brought <sighs> it up. He didn't sing. Because Timothy goes, are oh, you here to sing or something like that when they're like fighting? He sings a lot in the, he sings a lot in the book. This he, ca- he carries around a, like a guitar and he sings a lot. Is he like supposed to be this angry military man or is he like joyful? Is he like the guy in the Witcher, like the, the cast of Cointier Witcher guy? Like, no, he's, he's, he's supposed to be like the kind of angry character that he is in the movie. Okay. He's, he just sings? He, and he sings also, he's like a religious man, I believe if I remember okay. like he knows a lot of like old, old songs and stuff, but he, um, uh, he's, I I would I would expect you'll see him again in part two. That was I would my be other very question. surprised if he did. He come die? Back. Where did he go? Uh, he just kind of disappears. He does just kind of disappear. We my husband were like, "Where did he go?" <laughs> they should have. I, I they they probably should have brought him back in when we saw the Harkonnens had taken the palace or whatever. Yeah. But uh, he's he's still alive. Okay. He's, I was just. I would be surprised if he did not come back in the second half because he's got a pretty large role to play still. Oh, good. Um, probably my least favorite character, but probably because he didn't really have a lot to really do, except a lot of setup um, in mm-hmm. the beginning. A lot of setup in the beginning. Mm-hmm. With that, I think the exposition was done very well in this because you have um, <laughs> Timothy. I'm just going to keep calling him Timothy. Timothy, oh. like, learning about... I think Timothy's funnier. Um, what are they... <laughs> learning him? about the world and stuff and i i just like how they did it it's very interesting uh we talked about duncan idaho jason momoa great very good in this movie um uh dave batista kind of takes me out a little bit because it's just dave batista <laughs> We got as um yeah I, okay. I don't know any of their names literally the only name i know is paul and jessica <laughs> Quizats Hatterack. Sure. <laughs> I literally don't know. That's, that's Paul's David, title. David something Mulchin guy? David, uh, David Mulchin. He's great. Yeah. Des, Des Mulchin. Des Mulchin. Des Mulchin. Yeah. I can't say it. Yeah. Love him. Um, okay. Uh, what's her name? Jessica. Yeah. I love Rebecca Jessica. Ferguson? Yeah. Much great, yeah. I uh, one of my favorite characters in the book, and they cut out a terrible scene with her from the book that I was so happy about when they're in the Thopter and they're uh, like trying to escape, you know, and the Harkonnens are like, You're flying out, they're gonna kill him. Um, spoiler, uh, Paul, Paul, Paul speaks, uses the, the voice to, to get one of them to take off uh, her, her gag 
in the book that was written in the 60s. Oh, no. She then oh, no. uses the voice to get the Harkonnens to kill each other for a chance to have sex with her. Oh, yeah. And I hated it. Uh, I hated that scene because it's such an outlier to the rest of her arc in the book. Like, it's just, I hated that. I hated that scene so much. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm glad uh, it wasn't like that. <laughs> in the movie, she's just like, kill him. Like, and it's so much better. It's yeah. so much better. Um, I saw, I saw some people online that were saying like the scene where they're changing into the still suits. Um, they're like, what were those looks they were giving each other? That was kind of weird. And when I was watching the movie, I was like, if I did not know why she's looking at him like that, I would find this kind of weird. And she's just kind of terrified of him because he's a terrifying person. I figured People she are, was like uncomfortable because that's her son that she's like getting naked in front of. Like, um, yeah, she's also uncomfortable because he's. Is that after the scene in the tent? It is where he. <laughs> they, the they, scene they, in the tent. Like, do you get like, what he's saying in that scene in the tent? Uh, when he's like <laughs> freaking out. Kind of. What he's saying is that the path that they're on and him becoming the, like, prophesized person that the Bene Gesserit have established will lead to a jihad across the universe and will kill millions and billions of people will be left dead in his path. Like, that's what he sees in the future. And a lot of people are having a lot of conversations about this movie, how they think that it's kind of like a white savior trope and that it's kind of like a positive uh a positive showing of colonialism which i think because it's only the first half of the story the message is a little muddied but what you're definitely supposed to get out of it is that paul is bad news for arrakis and the galaxy in general and that this dude should not come to power yeah like he doesn't doesn't want to come to power yeah that's what i was gonna say it doesn't seem like paul is convinced that he is the right person either. Yeah, no, he, he, it's the way they talk about his future site in the book is so much in the book. He talks about how he sees pathways in front of him and in pretty much all of them. If he doesn't just die early, then it will lead to just a fucking war across the universe where, where billions will die. And that no matter what happens, if he becomes, the Messiah that the Bene Gesserit have set him out to be, it's going to be bad news bears for everybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I, I think it I is know. after the scene, the tent. Now that I think about it. Yeah. I that, think and she's looking yeah. at him like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> and in the book, you get so much more of his dialogue. Like in that scene at the end, when she's like, take him with you and teach him the ways of the desert and stuff to Stilgar in his internal monologue, he's going, she's, she doesn't know it, but she's setting the end of the universe into motion with these actions. Mm. And he's just kind of like, this is kind of why I hate him. Is because... he reluctant or is he just kind of like, yeah, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. Like, you know, it, he in the book, he's like, man, my life is awful. I'm going to kill everybody. And I'm just like, dude, I shut up. Oh, my God. I hate I hate Paul Atreides. I think he's the most boring, annoying character I've ever read in a book because he just spends the entire book being like, I'm going to kill everybody. Like, I was, that's what I'm going to do. And it's terrible that I can see it. And that's what's yeah. going to happen. 
And I'm like, every other character in this book is more interesting than you are, dude. So what did you think of Timothy Chalamet and his performance? I'd buy that he'll kill everybody in the galaxy. I'd buy that he'll snap and kill everyone. Yeah. So <laughs> let's talk about Dear Timothy. Um, the only other thing I've ever really seen him in is Lady Bird. And he is great in Lady Bird. I've never seen Call Me By Your Name or... He's good well, Call Me By Your Name. Uh, Little Women. Yeah. Um, and and that SNL sketch with Pete Davidson. Oh, where like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. That's <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You never... Love- anyway, I love that sketch. <laughs> but, and I feel like in every role... I'm, all the young teen girls are obsessed with this skinny white <laughs> twig. He, twig. Literally, he looks like he's like malnourished. Like he doesn't have enough vitamins. Like yeah, he's killing the new Willy I, Wonka. I don't. Yeah, I he's literally Willy Wonka. Yeah, I know. I literally don't. Didn't understand the obsession. I'm like this little boy. Like great. he's a good actor. Um, this movie. <laughs> only this movie changed my mind about young timothy chalamet um he i like a a young skinny depressed <laughs> angsty future, boy future master and young i mean i'm pretty sure we're the same age so yeah. that's <laughs> future master like a- <laughs> I future mass murderer. Okay, I like I like Kylo Ren. We love Kylo Ren. We love <laughs> Paul. We love those kind of characters. I don't and love Paul. I hate. I Paul. don't. I not think, because I, he's a mass murderer, just because I think he's boring. Well, we're talking about young Timothy. Um, <laughs> so I looked at my husband and I was like, I would love to see him play Anakin. Like, I think he'd be great. Yeah, he'd be really good as Anakin. Uh, really good. Um, yeah, but. He he is a really good actor. Like, there's just things he just plays that very like subtle. He's a very very subtle actor, and at first, like in the beginning, it's very just kind of like he's a little clueless. <laughs> like the scene with the Gumjabar, the with the hand in the yes, that's the scene the that like changed yeah. everything for me because yeah. I was like, holy shit. This kid, this yeah. guy can act like it's incredible. Yeah. His face, yeah. he's in complete control of like his yeah. face, <laughs> and like, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but like from from watching it from like the acting standpoint, like he is so good, and and he really just like carries this movie. Doesn't care. I mean, they all do a good yeah. job, but he's going up against so many powerhouses, and especially Rebecca Ferguson is also amazing, and they are just like going back and forth. With their performance, it's it's great. Um, so now I understand. Internet, Salome, <laughs> <laughs> is great. Uh, the other last thing, last person I want to talk about is um, who Oscar Isaac in this movie is so hot. <laughs> I was Duke. so Duke. distracted this whole movie, <laughs> especially um, when he's fucking naked. I was like. Holy shit! <laughs> he's just sitting in a chair, and he's—I was like—is he naked right now? He was very much. <laughs> you don't see anything. So, but, uh, so speaking of the Duke, the Duke Atreides, um, love him. The, the boar head that they keep showing. Yes. Uh, the, that's the boar that killed his father. Okay. 
and he displays it hmm. like like that's the thing in the book they're like there's a big dinner scene and i think i think jessica's like will you fucking get rid of that thing and he's like <laughs> it's a message <laughs> He's like, that thing I, killed my dad, and I fucking have its head on my wall now. I I loved him. I thought he was great. Um, yeah, that's just hot. God, his death, <laughs> his death is pretty great. Man. Yeah. Goes Leto, out I, the way he a, came in, naked. <laughs> Leto is, it's so annoying that they cut out the big traitor subplot, because Leto's got a really good part to play in that, where he is in control the entire time of it. Mm. Like, everybody around them is like, dude, it's there's a traitor inside of the fucking House of Trades. And he's like, guys, they're clearly playing with us. Like, they mm. want us to get all mad at each other. Just keep it chill. Keep it cool. Stop trying to say you want to kill my wife, okay? Well, not my wife, because they're not married. But... Uh, they're not married no they talk about it in the movie slightly when he says i should have married you uh she's i thought mistress. they were married oh no they never got married so is that not his mom no that's that's his that's his mom but they just never got married there was a reason in the book but i can't remember why oh for some and reason they never got married will we find out who she's baby that is isn't it's, she it's pregnant the dukes it yeah. is but why does he have blue eyes or she has blue eyes in the dream, no, the kid, no. I mean, she had blue eyes. In the dream, we see in the dream. The, yeah. So they don't talk about this. The blue. Why well, they might talk about this? The blue eyes is because of the spice. Yeah, they said that. And you stay. So they didn't talk about this, and and I'm almost positive they talked about this already in the book. But the blue, you don't just. Well, actually, they kind of show it. They show it in the scene when uh, at the at the uh, at the digger when the digger gets like attacked by the by the worm. Um, Oh, you don't just need to like in inject spice or whatever. Just living on Arrakis, eventually your eyes will turn blue because you're breathing okay. it in all the time. Okay, so it was like so, a, a future thing. In the, yeah, when he has this vision of the future of his eventual jihad, they um they show that he has blue eyes and and she has blue eyes because it's the future and okay. they've been on Arrakis for a while at that point. I was just confused. Yeah, that's all. Yep. But uh, yeah. Oh, my last question for you was: You read the book before you watched the movie, um, yep. so do you think that the casting was what you pictured? Um, or did you already know the casting before you read it? I knew the casting before I read it, but not all of it. Okay. Uh, the casting for the most part is, is, I mean, I guess the only thing is that like they, they changed the gender of Dr. Kynes. So obviously I was not imagining a woman when I was reading the book, but, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, for the most part, Dr. Yue is a lot younger in this than I imagined him. Mm-hmm. I imagined him being a lot older. Um, Stilgar, Stilgar looks a little bit younger than I envisioned him as well. I just did not see Chani uh, looking like that at, at all. Uh, Zendaya's character. Oh. I, they, they said her name, I think. I forgot about but, Zendaya. Yeah. which The perfume the ad marketing. that she was filming, everyone keeps saying. <laughs> yeah. The marketing really, really put her front and center. And I was watching the marketing the whole time going, she's only going to be in the last like five minutes of the movie. Like, what are they yeah. doing? What, why are she they looks great. She looks gorgeous. Like Part two, baby. And Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem is a Stilgar. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, does not look 
it no. looks unrecognizable, honestly. Yeah. Stellan Skarsgård as uh, as the Duke Vladimir Harkonnen also looks like. <laughs> Jay looks around is how I envisioned in in the book, and I really Who liked did, it. Oh, Jay called him Marlo. What was his name? Marlon Brando. <laughs> <laughs> Did I thought that was yeah, on Twitter. I thought that was really funny. <laughs> I was like, dang. Do you have any other questions? No, not no. about Dean. All right, Mike, I think it's time you get to talk. Oh, I got some questions. Oh, okay. Who the fuck is Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I'm just going to kind of walk around Dune here because there's a. Uh, <laughs> it's. Well, sort of. Uh, have you seen the first film adaptation of Dune no, directed fucking, by no, David no, I didn't Lynch? Fucking watch and that he... shit. No, <laughs> should I? It's it's oh man, that film. Uh, Kevin McCloy plays the lead. You have Patrick Stewart in there. Sting from the Police is in it. <laughs> Did the Sting play Gurney? I don't remember. Well, uh, now I, just... I have to watch it. <laughs> And you see this. Sting? You see Sting in like almost naked as well. Sting? Okay. No, he's. Oh no, he plays Fade Rautha. Uh, Fade's not in the the oh. the movie he's yet. Naked? Almost. And there's <laughs> a scene I remember where it just like <laughs> freaking short. Probably in the gladiator arena. That I think oh. that's how they introduce Fade in the book. Is he's in the gladiator that. arena? Nope, that, that'll be part two. Yeah, the, the 80s Dune is just not... Oh, Kyle uh, McLaughlin. Just, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a weird and wild film, trying to adapt that story. But, uh, I mean, David is Lynch he- did, did, did his best with it uh, as possible. Uh, going around that even further, yeah. uh, how many Denis Villeneuve films have you both seen? This, I think, was my first one. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've you seen another one. You've never seen Prisoners? No. Oh my god. So good. Um, I keep meaning to watch Arrival because that seems right up my alley. Oh, Arrival's great too. Arrival's is great. It's my favorite. Arrival's really good. It's really good. I think that's all I've seen. Yeah, I haven't seen any of his movies except for this one. I've seen probably three of them. Two. Two. Have you seen Sicario? No, but I've seen the sequel. Well, I think it was on TV. Oh, okay. I'm thinking, how did you manage to get to see the sequel? Um, or Blade the Runner? The Soldado. It was, oh, it I haven't was, seen Blade Runner. It was, yeah, three. I've seen Sicario, Arrival, and Blade Runner 2049. No one has seen Prisoners? Oh, you guys have to watch Prisoners. It's on Hulu. It's Actually, I have a plan with Prisoners because I have a... a uh, like a double feature, I plan on with that film. There's, there's. It's a. <laughs> it's yeah. a movie. David S. S. Monchin is all, or whatever his name is, is also in that movie. Um, and Hugh Jackman has a great performance. I'm trying to get my husband to watch it, but uh. Anyway. Yeah, it's on Hulu. Definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely watch Good it. Movie. Watch it. Um. Okay, I'll talk more. I'll talk more because I've only seen try to watch uh, two things. Um, one of the things I'm working on is uh, rewatching a anime in lead of Netflix's new live action anime series, Cowboy Bebop. I'm watching rewatching Cowboy Bebop, and uh, excuse me, fuck, 
I fucking love Cabo Bebop, and I'm excited to see the Netflix show that's coming out in a month. So I'm just watching. It, it. looks good. I thought the trailer looked fun. Yeah, I'm. It's, it's it has the feeling of Cabo Bebop. I'm like, they spot on that the the scenic shots are beautiful. John Cho as Spike Spiegel is like. I love him. John Cho, really? not Spike Spiegel. <laughs> I knew what you meant Man. there. I knew what you meant. <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited. There's so many good shows coming in November. I know, right? What's coming in November? (laughs) I mean, that's when that's when this show comes out, right? That's when. Yeah, yeah. It's it's on the 19th, if I'm not mistaken, because I looked at the calendar. It's like I got a month to rewatch the original. Which is that's the same day that uh, Wheel of Time starts. Wow, and Hawkeye starts that month as well. Yeah, so there's I there's a lot. Can't wait. <laughs> it's a lot. Um so yeah, I started to rewatch Cowboy and it's actually the the show's on Netflix as well, but I had the DVDs uh so but Netflix you can definitely watch it on Netflix right now, which the the English dub is probably the best English dub I've ever seen for anime. Hmm. Um the the voice he does Spike Spiegel is like the best voice I've heard. He's uh he's a great actor. Uh, I'm trying to remember who the I, I was commenting on reactions to the, the trailer to several people. I was like, Yeah, you gotta watch this show, man. You gotta watch it beforehand. It's really good. Like, I highly recommend if you want to see if you want to get an anime, Cowboy Bebop is the show to go to. You'll get into it. You'll be like, Ooh, what other anime can I watch? I so I've never watched any anime, so maybe I'll start there. It's it's, it's I, I, uh, I promise you, I'm not going to. Uh, I, 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 the first episode, I might pop on the first episode of the live action show and see if I like it. I don't have the time to watch the whole ass anime. It's only 20, it's 26 episodes. That that's too long. That's too much time. Come back when it's six. I mean, and yet we watch Power Rangers on a weekly. Yeah, once a week, bro. Like, (laughs) Once a week, we watch one episode. <laughs> so, and um, the other thing I started to watch as well is since it's been ten years, once upon a time. Really? Yeah, I started to because I, I think I remember watching. I watched it three seasons <laughs> when when it came out, and I was like, "Ooh, I should rewatch it just to see." And it popped up the pilot, and I was like, "Ooh, I remember this now." And uh, I might actually watch it through just all those seasons. I have missed like all seven seasons. I've only seen the first season. Seven so. seasons? Yeah. Jesus. Shoveled for a long time. It did. And then even yeah, what's her face leave? God damn it. The ghost. <laughs> the ghost of. Sh- yeah. Uh, once uh, Once Upon a Time Wonderland or something. Yep. Yeah. With they, the they, guy they, from Lost. Oh, the hot guy from Lost. <laughs> Sawyer? No, um, um, oh. um, Saeed. Oh, Saeed. Oh my God, Saeed is so Saeed. hot. People do not. That guy is so good. He's a great. Remember actor. when he tortured that person? Yes, I do. <laughs> Pretty I crazy. Love, I love. Saeed. I, I, Saeed's one of my favorite characters. He's I love so him. Good. Him and Shannon. Yeah. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm kind sorry, of a bitch, but yeah, Shannon was a bitch, but I love him. <laughs> I'm on the last season of Lost, and me and my husband like. I'm sorry, I just took over. 
we um we binged it when we were both sick with covid (laughs) and Mm -hmm. we were just watching it every day and i'm like this show everyone talks shit about it but when you just binge it it's not that bad (laughs) see and that's the thing it's like back then it was a weekly show and oh yeah i'd be anticipating for every week and it's like (laughs) but binging it takes a show into a no other level you know mm-hmm. it's like you get to see it unfold you know as you binge it but like yeah for the old days the good old days we had to watch it weekly to experience i would have been mad with some episodes i would have been like are you kidding me <laughs> i gotta wait a whole week <laughs> man and that weekly format is still being utilized now but like binging is the thing good binging sucks binging is bad <laughs> get rid of it disney's got the right idea one episode a week that hurt my feelings. Oh, yeah, wow. Well, you know what? You want your shows wow. to have lasting power. Well, I Lost watched two shows. A show today, if you dropped it all 22 episodes of season one today, it would not get a season two. Nobody would fucking watch it. Kind of like Manifest. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You fucking yeah. love Manifest. Are you going to talk about Manifest? It's so bad. I love it. It's so bad. It got canceled and Netflix picked it up for its final season. I'm so happy. <laughs> Anyway, Mike, go ahead. I just took over. What else do you got? No, I got that's that's it. That's all I got, man. I've like I said, work was just fucking yeah. I'm trying well, to squeeze in something to watch, and I was like sleeping half the time. Um, I mean, there kind of there kind of is a show that I watched, but I haven't seen the other episodes. I seen the pilot of this episode of the show, and I'm saving this show for. A future episode of this podcast because uh, it's a pretty hmm. bad. Talk about La Brea. Show. Yes, that's the damn. All right, show we'll talk show. about La Brea another time. We'll talk about that another time. Yeah, because I, I want to watch more of it. I need to catch up because there's, uh, yeah. there's and I heard it does pick up apparently in a in a episode or two. I guess I just hope it gets worse. I want it to get worse. I don't want it to get better. <laughs> the pilot was just so. Oh God, we can't talk about it, Mike. We no, can't talk I'm about saving, it. I'm saving what? it. <laughs> One of these, one of these times, we're going to talk about Libre. We'll get Sarah to watch the first episode. Okay, so that, I have no yeah. idea what you're talking about, so I'm excited. Yeah, you're going to like first, it. It's really good. Yeah, the first episode <laughs> will get you. The first episode. You're going to like it. It's really yeah. shitty. <laughs> it's really no. It's a really well made show. It's kind of like Lost. Uh, anyways, <laughs> I have I have one other thing that I did. I I went down a rabbit hole um, huh? of DC animated movies. Oh, um, okay. I watched. I watched uh, the Injustice movie, which was okay. That was fine. Uh, Injustice, if you don't know, is the whole premise is Joker. Uh, Joker is tired of getting beaten by Batman and wants to have fun for a change. So he <laughs> tricks Superman into killing Lois and then nukes Metropolis. Oh my god! And then Superman goes "fuck you" and kills Joker. And then it's like a downhill trend of superman becoming like a fascist dictator and it's about like it's like a civil war movie where batman has his team and superman has his team and they're duking it out and it's it's decent it's pretty good Hmm. it's uh based off a comic obviously Mm -hmm. uh the comic is much better but just because it has more time to to breathe uh and then i started the new dc animated universe because they used to have like a uh they used to have the movies were all in the same universe. It started with Flashpoint Paradox. And then there were a bunch of movies that were all in the same universe. And then it ended with uh, Justice League Dark Side War. 
Mm. I haven't seen all those, but they came out with a Superman movie last year called Man, uh, Man of Tomorrow, I think. And that one kicked off the new DC animated universe. And so pretty much if you're looking for like the MCU of DC, don't look at their live action movies because they're not good. Look to the animated side because DC makes really good animated movies. And so I watched the DC, uh, I watched Superman, Man of Tomorrow and Justice Society World War II, which is a movie about the Flash going back in time and meeting the original Justice Society of America. Who are some really cool characters uh, like the original Green Lantern, uh, Alan Scott. And Jay Garrick, the original Flash. It's some cool shit. Uh, Batman, The Long Halloween, part one and two are also in this universe, but I haven't watched uh, watched, watched those yet. But yeah, I, I got I started on the new DC animated universe, and it's it's real good. I recommend it to people. And that's all I got. Interesting. And I, if, I, oh God. If, yeah. if you watchers are wondering what book I was reading as they were talking about Dune, yeah. I uh, I was I was starting to read up on the instruction manual for the TARDIS, so uh, <laughs> I, I was getting familiar with, with, with the TARDIS. So uh, yeah, new season's coming, so you got to be ready. I know. Very Six judged. episodes. Is that a yes. new Doctor? It's no, it's, not it's, yet. It, no, it. This is the last season of the current Doctor. And yes, it's six episodes. It's in the same style as like the old classic Who episodes, where it's yeah. like same, one, one story. story, several episodes. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's an actual Halloween episode too, and it's called the Halloween Apocalypse. Like I am, we never had a Halloween story, uh, yeah, so Halloween episode of Doctor Who. She's got six up ep- the six episode series left, and then three specials next year. You are correct. Is it, yeah. is it still Jody? Yep. Yeah, and then Jody she's gonna right regenerate. Yep, I assume at the end of the third special. Yes, we don't yes. know who it hasn't been like announced. We'll find out. No, we'll find out next year. Yeah, we'll oh, find okay. Out who's going to be the fourteenth? Probably doctor. next summer ish. Because the probably. person's going to have to film the regeneration scene, so they're going to have to announce it before then. Mm-hmm. So probably next summer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'm actually I'll probably be watching that, and I'll tell you guys all about that. It's called they actually named it. It's actually called Doctor Who Flux. Yeah, that's the name of the season. It's pretty interesting. Flux. They're bringing back like Weeping Angels and shit. It looks cool. Yeah. Those are the only episodes I've watched are the Weeping Angel ones. Don't. Yeah, it's good. Don't blink. Don't blink. That's scary. Blinking, you're dead. All right, that's all I wanted to say about that. Um, Sarah, you had something to say. Um, I actually have a couple of things, so okay. I guess I'll close us out. Um, there you go. There's two things I want to mention really quick, and then two things I want to talk a little bit more on. Mm-hmm. So really quick, um, I finished the season of Only Murders in the Building. Oh, God. Oh, I'm so sorry. I won't say anything. This okay. is literally – it's a okay. great show. Okay. It's so okay. good. The finale left me satisfied with – the ending and also set up season two and i think it's just gonna be a a perfect show i love it it was so good um it's super exciting um i watched in spirit of halloween i watched that movie freaky with vince vaughn and um katherine newton is that her name yes you're correct um who i really like her a lot and um it's the same director that did the two Happy Death Day movies, which I really like uh-huh. those movies. I did not like this movie. <laughs> this movie is brutal. The kills are brutal. It is rated R, which is other two are PG-13, so it makes sense. 
Um, Vince Vaughn is great. He's my favorite part. Hi, doggy. Um, he's, what is she? she disagrees with me. Um, Vince Vaughn is fantastic. She's really good in it. It was, it was, it could have been better, but the deaths were rough. <laughs> um, and yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, I'm going to talk about Midnight Mass first. Have you guys seen? I'm gonna say no. No, No. I'm not into horror stuff, but I feel like I have to get into it because I've heard so many good things about Mike Flanagan. Okay, did you guys watch Hill House, Haunting on Hill House? I haven't watched any of his stuff. Oh my god, not a horror Um, person. Neither am I. (laughs) Okay, first of all, Haunting on Hill House, amazing, fantastic. Mike Flanagan is so good. Um. Mm -hmm. Okay, I guess I'm going to talk about Midnight Mass. I won't. I won't um, spoil it. <laughs> this, I, I don't know how to talk about the show. This is honestly like one of the best things I think I've ever seen. Ooh. It's incredible. It's definitely his best. Um, it's super personal. I feel like to him. Um, I personally think it's better than. Uh, Haunting a Hill House. I just feel like the story is a lot tighter. And it's definitely a very, very slow burn. But with Hill House, I feel like Hill House really started strong and at the end didn't land as strong for me, or this just got better and better and better. It's only seven episodes. I have not seen a lot of people talking about this, so I'm surprised to hear you say people have said nothing but good things because I literally have not seen anyone talk about it at all. It's all I can see on my timeline. Really, it's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. I read some of the reviews on like IMDb, how they have the reviews for each episode. And some people were very like, it's too religious. It's too religious. And I was like, that's the fucking point of this show. (laughs) Um, So quickly, I'll just kind of explain it. Because we did not really know what was going, what the show was about. And I think if you kind of know, it's better. It's really not. And people are like, it's not scary. It's not really scary at all. Um, it's not really about that. His stuff really isn't about the scares. It's really about personal relationships and things like that. So this show is about a guy who um, went to jail for four years for killing someone in a car accident. And he goes back home to his small little town on the island of like 100 people or so and on this island there is a new priest who comes one sunday just shows up because their old priest is doing a what is it called um whatever whatever he's out doing some like christian walk thing in like israel i forget what they're called he's doing that kind of thing so this new priest shows up and when he shows up all these different things start to happen like miracles start to happen and it starts to get really strange. It's definitely very mystical. There's a lot of weird stuff happening. There is a very brutal death, a uh, dog death scene. I don't know what this guy in killing animals is. Uh, I'm just going to say it right now. It's literally the second episode. It's really brutal. Okay. <laughs> and even my husband couldn't watch it. And we're like, why the fuck is this in here? Because you literally watched this dog die. No, um, fuck that. But it comes back later. Just skip that. It comes back later and makes a lot more sense kind of why they did that, why they set it up. Okay. 
Because with Mike Flanagan, like, nothing he sets up is for waste. Like, everything is super important. His characters are so well-defined and so developed. Um, And the really, the main point of this show is really just about, it is about religion. And it's about the different aspects of people in religion. And you have the one character, there's a sheriff there who they are Muslim and a lot of the people in this town are devout Rahul, Catholics. Right? Yes. Oh, Rahul? Yeah, I fucking Fantastic. Love him. He's so good. Um, you have this one lady, Bev, who's this very cr- crazy, devout Catholic who thinks she's better than everyone else because she's Catholic. You have people who don't believe it. It's just, it's very interesting. And me and my husband were both raised Methodist, um, which is different than Catholic, but kind of similar so (laughs) there's a lot there are like a lot of sermons and a lot of different these big speeches and the thing with mike flanagan is he loves his monologues and there is like (laughs) a lot of monologues and some of them could be kind of toned down but like the real like kind of thing that he's asking is like what happens when people die and really the point he's trying to make through this whole thing is like we're all the same (laughs) like everyone's the same and it's 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 beautiful i cried (laughs) at the end i was kind of speechless it's intense it's very intense it's kind of creepy um but it's not scary i wouldn't say it's not scary so i would really encourage everyone to watch it i think i feel like a lot of people are kind of missing the point because a lot of people are like it's not scary they talk too much about god and it's too christian and it's like He's not really promoting God, but he's also not not promoting it. Like it's just very interesting. <laughs> like just the way, like why I feel like I'm not offended. Yes, I'm not offended. If I was a Christian, I wouldn't watch if I wasn't a Christian, I wouldn't watch this and be offended because he's not trying to shove it down your throat. It's the opposite. He's just trying to kind of have this discussion of like some people are crazy. <laughs> like this is kind of how it is. Um and there's some twist in there that I wish I could talk about, but I won't. <laughs> but I really encourage everyone to watch it. It's so good. Just kind of skip the dog death scene. Just look it up. <laughs> it will tell you exactly when to skip it. Um, uh-huh. And the actors are great. He works with a lot of the same people. His wife is the lead. Um, mm. It's really good. I think everyone should watch it. So, yeah. Uh, you one other thing? Yes. I went back to the movies for the first time since Ooh. January 2020. Mm. And um, it felt really nice to be back in the theater. Yeah. <laughs> Eating the popcorn and everything. The theater was packed, too. And the movie that we saw was Venom. <laughs> Let There Be Carnage. Let There Be Carnage. What'd you think? I hate this movie. <laughs> really? Did you hate the first one? <laughs> The first one's okay. No, because you're wrong. Because it's the other way around. The first oh, one no, is Oh, no, the first one's awful. way better. The first one's so No, that's better. you're crazy. We don't have the time to get into why you're crazy. But you are. No, um, <laughs> this movie is not good. I'm so sorry, Andy Circus. What was happening? What? <laughs> like, I don't... Okay. We literally left the movies and I was like... <sighs> Did he mean to make this movie feel like a 2000s comic book movie? Like, was that the point? Because I kept giving it the benefit of the doubt because I was like, maybe he just means to make this movie super cheesy and super corny. Yeah. I think because 
Whereas I think Venom 2018 did not mean to do that. Yeah. And did Venom 2018 was like, we're going to be a serious, edgy, dark movie about this. This stuff. one's ridiculous. Which yeah. And it was fun. It. I mean, yeah. I don't expect I like, much from Sony. They don't know what they're doing with these that's characters. That's true. No. <laughs> I like the Eddie and Venom stuff. Like, that's a lot of yeah. fun. It was Dude, super predictable. Dude, when he goes to, like, the underground gay nightclub, oh, rave, like, when he becomes, like, a gay icon by accident, that, that's my favorite part <laughs> of the fucking movie. That was like, great. Be who you want to be. And they're like, yeah! <laughs> I mean, I like that it was only an hour and a half. It was a nice, yeah. quick, like... Woody Harrelson's terrible in it. Yeah, that's the stuff for me. I was like, no, this is awful. It's awful. awful. What do you think of that? Uh, the post credit sequence. I'm confused. Um, You're confused. I think a lot of people was, are. What was that? My husband was like, "What was that? That transported them there? Was that the result of Loki or I?" Oh, so okay. First of all, major spoilers for the post credit scene of Venom. Let there be carnage for everyone who might be watching. Uh, my presumption is that it's the spell that Doctor Strange is casting. That's what my husband said. Home. Okay. I mean, that would make sense. Um, uh, my theory is that they sent him to the MCU so that at the end of No Way Home, we can see Peter Parker go with Venom back to the Sony movies. And then, bye-bye, Spider-Man from the MCU. You're not coming back. Mm. Huh. I, I think... that. Because la- last time they re-upped, they re-upped for one more movie, which is No Way Home. Mm-hmm. And No Way Home is doing a lot, which kind of leads me to believe that maybe it's their last go at Spider-Man. And the director is going on to the Fantastic Four That's after true. this. There's a lot pointing to, I think, Spider-Man's out of the MCU after No Way Home, and he's going with Venom back to the Sony-verse. That's not to say that he couldn't show up in a future Avengers movie. We're getting into multiverse stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. this movie confirms that the Sony verse is another universe in the MCU yep. multiverse. Mm-hmm. So, hey, he could show up in an Avengers movie. They could be like, hey, we want to use Tom Holland in Avengers Secret Wars or whatever. And Sony could be like, okay, as long as you also use Tom Hardy's Venom, you can have both of them in the movie. Venom. And they can both be in an Avengers movie. But I... I don't think he's sticking around. I think the I think the ultimate ending of No Way Home is Doctor Strange casts a spell where nobody remembers that Spider Man was ever in the MCU, and they move on. Like, and we get Andrew Garfield back happened. as uh, no, Spider Man. No, forever. Like, and then just Spider Man's gone from the MCU. I, I that's what I think is gonna happen. I hope not. And really Andrew Garfield takes over. As- <laughs> no, there's no there's no universe where that happens. But there. There's possibilities that maybe maybe this just means that Venom's now going to be in the MCU from now on. And hey, I I'd prefer that than to lose Spider-Man in the MCU. There's I'd rather no, take but I, I I feel like they would fight because that's everyone's favorite part is Tom Holland. I think they fought. I cuz cuz from what it was is they were done after Far From Home. Oh, and yeah. that No Way Home is the fight. The fact that we're getting mm-hmm. one more and we're getting Tobey Maguire probably and Andrew Garfield probably, but definitely Alfred Molina and Jamie Foxx and probably uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Andrew and Garfield people. all and day long. The fact that we're getting all these people, I think, is what Marvel fought for when they yeah. got one more movie for Tom. And I, I kind of think he's done. But mm. I think he's going to continue to be Spider-Man, just not in the MCU. I, I don't think yeah. they're going to get rid of Tom Holland. I think 
they'll bring him back and he'll just be Tom Holland in the Venom verse. Venom. Venom. Yeah, I will uh, say my hot take is I still think Spider-Man 3 is a better <laughs> movie than both these Venom movies. Um, do you mean it's a better movie or it's a better Venom? Because you're no, wrong about I like the, the Venom. I, no, no, no. I like the Venoms better. It's a better movie. Because because Venom the well I was gonna say if you say Spider Man three is a better movie than Venom one or two I'll give it to you these movies okay. aren't good no. but <laughs> it's not a better interpretation of the character Venom right um, the oh, Venom no. movies aren't great interpretations of the character Venom either Mm-mm. because you can't do Venom without Spider Man it's just not it's exactly. literally not possible yep. but uh, they're better at least. So, okay, this might be a spoiler. This is a real quick question. Um, We've already talked about the massive spoilers of the post credit scene, so yeah. Oh, um, okay, so Woody Harrelson becomes Carnage after he bites Eddie, right? Like, he wasn't already yeah. Carnage? No, he So was why was Carnage. he obsessed with... I thought the whole reason he was obsessed with Eddie is because he knew that Venom was in Eddie and that he wanted to fight Venom. But I was confi- no. I was like, why is he like obsessed with him? He's just like, you're a good reporter. That's so stupid. I want you to tell my <laughs> That's story. So dumb. <laughs> like, like no. why? Yeah, it's a dumb movie. They fuck up. <laughs> they do a terrible job with uh, Cletus Cassidy. He's unrecognizable from the comic book character. I wish he kept uh, the Annie hair. Like, he's I wish not he supposed kept to. The He's not supposed to be a sympathetic bad guy who just had a bad lot in life. Like he's I don't even think he, he was sympathetic. Well, they try to make him sympathetic at the end. They're like, oh, he just wanted to be with the love of his life and all that. I was like, no, no, Cletus oh! Cassidy is a remorseless fucking serial killer who will kill every single person in his path because he yeah. thinks it's fun. That was weird. Um, what about the the cop? When he like opened his eyes and they were blue. Uh Toxin, I think, is what that character's name is in the it's another symbiote. Yay. Venom, <laughs> Venom 3. 3, baby. Venom 3, baby. Tom Holland's Spider-Man has to team up with Venom to fight this cop who's now a symbiote. <laughs> yeah, it was it was weird. It was interesting. Um, the, yeah, the only... I mean, I really like the chickens. <laughs> He's like, that's yeah. Donna and Summer. I will not eat them. <laughs> There was there was one scene where he's like jumping around from rooftop to rooftop and shit, and he's like climbing up stuff. And I was like, this scene is Andy Serkis's audition to do a Spider-Man movie. Like just this one scene of him doing kind of web swingy stuff without web swinging because he can't yeah. because there's yeah, no yeah, Spider-Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that one scene was him being like, look, I could do a web swinging scene. Like if you guys want me to do Spider-Man or something, you know, like not to be like crazy or anything, but if you like, if you guys wanted me to, you know, like so, I could do it. Speaking of that, I hate it. The beginning of this movie. I don't know if it's just because of our, so our AMC, our screen, it, the, for half the movie, the projection was not fit it correctly. So it would took up the whole screen like Pat in the black part yeah. too. So yeah. everything was off. So I was like, my husband was like, I think it was moving faster. It looked like it was moving faster because it was taking up more than the screen to your eyes. Yeah. So like, I was like, I can't tell if I hate how this is cut because it's you just, just have to watch it again. Project it at home when it comes out. It was just so weird. Like the, the, you know, I'm talking about the whole beginning scene when they separate them and it just felt, it was, oh yeah. It felt totally different from the rest of the movie. Like, just the way it was cut, and I don't know. I just did not, like... 
I that was the first thing I was like, oh no, <laughs> this is the first five minutes, and I hate this like so much. Um, but I yeah, thought it was, the came out forever ago, but it was really not that long ago. It was like the beginning of the month. <laughs> it was. It feels like it's been so long. It I has know. Been. So, so long. Well, so speaking long. of it being so long. <laughs> um, so long, so long. Well, we either say, okay. Um, <laughs> that's going to be the end of our episode here. <laughs> Until we meet again. Okay. Anyway, um, that's the end of our episode. We'll be back sometime in the future to talk even more things. We have so much in the future to talk about what things coming out next month. I don't really yeah. know what's coming out next month, but things are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on when this podcast episode comes out, that could be anything. <laughs> so yeah, until then, Sean, where can people follow you? Down below. Sean underscore AFK on Twitter. I do stuff. He does stuff. stuff. Um, Mike, what about you? Uh, People can follow me on Twitter at Mike Mixtape. Everything I do is in my Twitter bio. Uh, I do Into the Grid with Sean here, uh, Power Just Podcast. And and we're slowly finishing up SPD. I'm actually baiting this episode again. But uh, it's true because uh, life's becoming a little bit more busy with work and life. And yeah, Into the Grid is a great podcast to check out. And yeah, I'm doing other side podcasts too. I've actually been mentioning about a doctor who podcast i'm working on which hence why i'm reading my uh, tardis instruction manual and uh re-watching all that uh transmit tardis if you want to follow that doctor who account i have i set that up for that when i eventually upload episodes of that i should be working on that pretty soon actually uh because i'm finishing up prime picks which is on this feed on merc with a movie blog prime picks is the one uh, Sean and Sarah has, have been guests on the episode, and Sarah's episode is actually the most recent episode right now. So Woo! give give it a listen. It was recorded about two months ago. Yeah, was it, it was really two, that long ago? It, it was two months ago before we started this revival of the show. So it's time yeah. to record another one soon. It's, we got, yeah, we got it. We got to set a new cycle of episodes. Uh, gotta, I'm almost on. <laughs> we have time. Added. So. I'm um, still finishing uploading that here on the on the Mercury Move Block feed. Yes, Prime Picks definitely listen to that on here. And yeah, that's all about me. Just uh, what about you, Sarah? You can follow me on Twitter at scbock s-s-e-a-b-o-c-k. I host a Bachelor recap show. Possibly, we'll see. I'm kind of over the Bachelor at this point. Called Go Get That Rose. You can follow that Twitter as well. The ghost is back to say goodbye. Make sure you subscribe to the channel if you haven't. You can listen to us on the pod, any podcast feed, I believe. You can also follow this channel at movie blog merc on twitter um i think that's everything i'm supposed to say and we will see you next time when we go beyond the screen bye-bye Woo! Bye. Woo!